The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Seminar. A small group of students, as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussions. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Issue 21. Gossip and Gore. Settle down, students. Settle down. We've got a fun-filled lesson ahead of us today, as the midterms are finally taken care of. Such amazing midterms there were, too. You will have done so well that I feel you will truly be able to appreciate the new lessons I have for you today. Today, as we draw ever closer to your finals and the end of your semester, I want to turn your attention to this new piece. I want you to take a look at the aspect of gossip, which was a 20th century colloquialism used to describe the very common pastime of discussing sexual activities, dating, and other social activities that were considered important. In this next piece, I want you to think about the social interactions you are viewing here and how these are gossip in the hot dog diet. Could we get the check, please? Hi, one moment. Good God! <laughs> Next time we get sushi, we need to invite the human garbage disposal. I feel bad about making you eat all that. Ugh, I'm never eating that much ever again. Oh, yes, you will. Next time we come. I look forward to a future of little sushi babies. No! I've had plenty from all the times we've come here. Uh. Aha! Hmm. Text message. Uh huh. Is it everybody's favorite hot dog? Maybe. Here you are. So, it's Nathan, right? Mm hmm. I know that look. That is the look. It says Rose has a sexy idea in mind, but some idiot decided to hang out with his slovenly best friend instead. Dude, we've known each other for far too long. I hate that you know me so well. Well, what did he say? Hmm? <sighs> he says he's teaching Randazzo how to drive. Seriously? Yeah. Um, that's not going to stop you, is it? No, I'm going to see if he wants to hang out afterward. Oh, you know he's going to be too tired. Besides, now that I finally have you in my grasp, <laughs> I want to work on the movie with you. I mean, it's the least you can do after I've been driving you to and from work every day. Paying for a round of sushi tonight only covers the cost, but not the waste of time. It's been weeks since we finished the outline for scene four. Okay, okay. Of course, we would have something done by now if, um... Someone didn't keep ditching me for Oscar Meyer. God, I pray for the day when I can finally go through a conversation without a single joke about hot dogs being made. Well, that's what you get for sharing your deepest, juiciest, most penetrating secrets with me. Hey, at least I finally got some. Oh yes, and we're all very happy for you. And we are all so very sad that the man who popped your cherry is such a dull-witted sausage. 
dresses with higher IQs. At least you're not in love with him anymore. You know, I'm actually glad that you hate him now. In fact, I'm hardly surprised the only thing keeping you two together are the nightly cruises to Sextopia. No, I like him still. I, I really do. Okay, don't give me that look. Fine, I don't. But this sex is good. Well, just think how much better it would be with someone else. <laughs> someone who doesn't slobber all over your face on the first kiss. He's gotten better. Mm-hmm. You keep telling me that. Come on. Someone who has done so much research on a subject like this really deserves someone who can keep up beyond having talented fingers. No, it's not that easy. Ugh, whatever. Hey, let's get out of here. I want to write as much as possible before your hot dog in powdered armor decides he actually would like to stick it in after a week's hiatus. Alright, so we're on scene 8 now. We've only got seven more to go, my sweet. That's great, dude. God, are you texting Nathan again? Well, it's been two hours. I want to see if he's done with Randazzo. He's sleeping. I bet you my car. And I know how much you want a purple car. No, he would have called me when he was done. I told him we were done with dinner earlier. Not if he was with Randazzo. And had to wake up at five to take his best friend to the ferry. And had to deal with a flat tire from having gotten a little too reckless the night before in his driving. Plus, he just spent a week and a half with his best friend over, and his roommate's parents gone. You also forget it's half past midnight, the time for a normal person to be sleeping. And as stupid as he is, he also exhibits strange signs of normality, such as his boyish attraction to video games and reckless behavior. He's exhausted. I bet you my car. No, no. Oh, fine. You know what? I'll just call him. He's not going to pick up. The game! Hey, this is Nate. I'm not here, so leave me a message. What? No. Hey, honey. I was just wondering if we could bump uglies tonight. Dude, who says that? Me. Besides, he asked me not to call him honey anymore. He said it's too coupley. Seriously. You call everyone pet names. Yeah, yeah, I know. Look, I think he thinks you're still in love with him. Maybe it's because you're still having sex with him? Oh well, I didn't really expect him to pick up. It's just like the asshole. <laughs> Never mind! Hey there, Nate! Hi. So, what's up? Nothing much, I... I was just wondering if you wanted to go swimming tonight, like I'd asked. Well, I was asleep. Ah, oh, huh, asleep. So I'd figured since you sounded like it. Did you still want to hang out? I told you so. Well, I'm sorry for waking you up, but I just wanted to know if you still wanted to do the fun plan I had. Which is? Well, I wanted to...
ready to go swimming with you. I'm going swimming Saturday with Randazzo. How about then? That's not exactly what I had in mind. Well, gee, honey, I feel stupid. Well, why would you feel stupid? Oh, well... Look, Nate, if you don't want to hang out tonight, you can just tell me. Are you kidding me? You sleep with that thing? Quiet! I do, it's just... I'm really tired. Okay then, sleep well. Good night. Ugh, so irritating. Well, at least we can finish writing the script. So we left off with Tom and Lisa and Carissa having dinner with Carissa, dropping hints about Tom cheating on Lisa through their conversation about Carissa not being in a relationship. Maybe if I text him with, well, I was just trying to be sexy for you because we haven't done anything in a week. I just wanted to do it again, but every time I try or feel ready to, you block it, he'll change his mind. If he does, I am not driving you. I do not encourage this relationship. I don't care how bad you want to get laid. Oh my god! What? Did he die? No. He said, come over please. You have got to be kidding me. You manipulative bitch. Tell him he's gonna have to pick you up. I refuse. Please! Look, no. Wait. If we finish all of the scene outlines, then okay. Okay. In the next scene, we have Allie flipping out and Tom showing up. Then Allie threatens to murder Lisa if Tom doesn't leave her. Tom tries to reassure Allie, but she won't have any of it and threatens to kill Lisa again. Then in the next scene, Lisa comes home from dinner and finds a photo Chris has taken of Allie and Tom at the park kissing and holding each other. Wait, 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 wait! Ugh! I can't type that fast. You have to finish all the scenes, and you have to go at a pace that I can type. You know, if we had done this earlier, in the hour and a half we wasted between getting home and Nathan calling. Oh, fine. Oh my god. What now? He says there's someone in his roommate's parents' bedroom. What? Please, will you take me? Um, no. Ask him why he thinks that. So, Lisa comes home from dinner, finds the photo. Tom comes home and gets into a fight with Lisa about the photo, saying they're just friends. And Lisa argues that friends don't touch each other like that. <laughs> Unless they're like our friends. Dude. Anyway. So she's like, friends don't touch each other like that, or kiss each other like that. And he's just trying to plead his case. And then Lisa... He's calling? Hey, Nate. Hi. So, what's going on? I was coming in and I saw the light in the room go off when I was moving around, and then the dog bolted over all of a sudden. Well, that's creepy. If there's someone in your house, I don't want you to be there. Yeah, but if I try to leave, I have to go by their bedroom. Oh, God. Why can't he just be a man about it? What if you go around the yard? You can't climb over it? Jean did last night. I don't want to risk it. Wimp. It was easy. Tell him to climb over the roof like Coop did. There's an easy way to get up. 
why don't you go over the roof like Coop did? When he climbed up on the planter and then got onto the trash can and then the roof and then just jumped down from there. Hold on. What the heck? I don't know, dude. Oh, sweet heaven. Can I talk? I muted us. He's doing something. Rose. He's exhausted, right? He's flipping out about nothing. The dog's probably flipped out about an animal in the entryway. Besides, tell him to take the katana I gave him and the dog and just go check it out. There's nobody there. I mean, I know big houses get scary when you're alone. Whenever I got freaked out, I'd take my dog, well no, I'd take my cat actually, because I could hold her and, and it felt safer that way. There's never been anybody. Big houses just get scary at night. All right, whatever. Be quiet. I'm taking us off mute again. Nate? What's going on? I spread to Rick's bedroom. Oh, good. Then why don't you go to the entryway through his room and just exit from there? I forgot my key. Seriously, Nate? You are kidding me, right? Oh, my God. Seriously? Could you be more idiotic? I'm gonna go back and get him. Hold on. Muted? Okay, good. What the hell? He's so, he's so stupid and paranoid and God, why on earth are you still, ugh. Calm down, honey. It's all worth it if I can convince him to come back to my house so he doesn't have to go home so we can. Oh yeah, yeah, God. The things you do for sex. Hot dog flavored sex. Well, not all of us can be so fortunate as you to lack a sex drive. Still, when your best friend is someone so attractive and wonderful as Raul, it can hardly be expected of us all to believe you're still lowering yourself to the hot dog. Well, nothing's going to happen between me and Raul because he doesn't date girls in his department. So now that he's transferring, maybe if I get on a treadmill... Alright, not him. Just someone, not Nathan. Can you at least promise me that when you drive yourself off the deep end because of Nathan, you'll at least go for someone more intelligent next time? More attractive. You know, I know you think he's cute. And it's cute you think he's cute. But when you have Raul, and you just... Okay, I'm out. Oh, good. Do you want to come pick me up? I don't want you to be alone if you're scared. Pansy. That's what he is. Okay. Aren't you a jeans? Yeah, but she's passed out. Liar. Dirty, filthy liar. Won't you be worried if she wakes up in the morning and you're gone? Oh, we've been friends so long, we never think it's strange if one of us leaves in the night. Okay, I'll be there soon. And thanks. For what? For staying on the phone with me. See you soon. Bye, sweetie. Ugh, whatever. Just go and wait in the front room. Have your sexy fun time, if you're lucky. I sleep now.
Mm-hmm. Um, was anyone there? <laughs> mm, how about no? Need more sleep. Morning. Bye, honey. I'll talk to you later. Now we have a lot to cover leading up to your finals, so we must not dawdle. I want to move on to another aspect of the human culture. One that seems to have extended through the entirety of their history. This is a preoccupation with... <laughs> gore! The gruesome or graphic violence by which the populace was able to glean entertainment value. But, I also want you to consider how this particular piece falls into some of the other categories we have studied in this class. In... The Lollipop Killed. Mr. Hemsfall. I take it your nurses have been taking good care of you? Doctor, I've been waiting here for the past 13 hours with nobody but nurses to take care of me. I'd like to see a little sunlight. I'm sorry, but you can't go out to the hallways until the procedure is over. Uh, when will that be? As soon as I am finished, sir. This is medicine, not magic. I'm trying to make sure your parts are in fine order before I install them. Yes, I know, but will they be my body parts? Yes, yes, Mr. Hensforth, they'll be your body parts. My arms, they were covered in freckles. They'll be covered in freckles, yes? And the burn on my right forearm that didn't allow for hair to grow, it will be there? Yes, yes, Mr. Hensforth, yes. And the rather nice V-shape of the muscles in my calf, it better be there. The women loved it. Yes, Mr. Hensforth. Good, good, and the... If you'll excuse me, I have to step out for a moment. So I can relieve myself of your insufferable voice. Nurse! Yes, Doctor? Can we get an intern to handle this case? Doctor, you're the only one in this hospital who knows how to handle a case like this. If you give him to an intern, you'll kill him for certain. Would that be so bad? And then you'd never be able to do surgery again. You know, it's sort of considered a bad thing. Yeah, fine. Well, Doctor, can we begin yet? I'm sorry, Mr. Hensforth, but we need to run another test. Ugh, fine, do what you need. I just need one more blood sample. It will take about an hour for the results to come back. Oh, great. More waiting? I can send for the guest entertainer to come and keep you company while you wait. I don't need some silly clown to make a fool of himself for me. The guest entertainer this week is Rita Van Ritz, the famed burlesque dancer. I suppose we could just tell her to entertain the children's ward instead. Rita Van Ritz. No, no, I suppose you could send her in. 
No need to put her talents to waste on children. Very well. Nurse, take this blood sample to the chemical center. Have them make something... something that will cause a lot of pain, made specifically for him. They can do that in an hour, right? Well, uh... Excellent. Also, call over Rita. I'm sure that Hector won't mind any extra waiting with her around. Uh, yeah, Doctor. Does he know that... I'm sure he'll love having her around. He seemed very excited. Yes, sir. Ah, time for a break. Guess who came to visit? Hey there, Hector. I'm Rita. I'm here to make your life a living circus instead of a living hell. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. Nurse! Nurse! Stupid incompetent. I called for Rita Van Ritz, not a damned clown. What are you doing here? You requested my presence, buddy. Would you like to hear a joke? You are the joke. Go away. Fine. There are dying children who would actually enjoy my presence. It's not your presence I'm against. <laughs> you don't need to do the clown thing here. The door was supposed to open. Hello? Hello? Can somebody tell me why the door won't open? Rita? Is that you? The hospital has gone into quarantine. Every room is sealed shut from the halls. You can only get through with a high-clearance security pass. What? Why? I... I don't know. Where are you? I'm... Uh... In the restroom at the end of the hall. You can't hear the sirens in your room. Mr. Hensworth requested that all sounds that reached the general public were silent. I can come check on you once I'm done in here. In the meantime, I'll try patching us through to the security room. Hello? This is Dr. James Sark in the surgery ward. Can anyone tell me what's going on? Hello? Dr. Sark. An outbreak of some unknown disease has spread over the children's ward and, and uh, the part of the medical ward next to this room. I should go help. I'm sure you're understaffed over there. Doctor, you don't want to get anywhere near here. The disease has made them hostile. But they're just children and sick people. Look, Doctor, I gotta shut up or I'm gonna... No. No. You you leave me alone. God, don't. God. My arm. Hello? Hello? What happened? Did what I think just happened, happen? We're safe here, right? Since we're stuck in this room, whatever got the guard can't get in here. Yeah, until you starve. Hey, I'm constantly feeding through a tube. I'm fine. Thanks a lot. I'm not. 
Once you come get us, where do we go from there? Well, the escape pods are on the side of the medical ward, away from the children's ward. So if we're careful, I think we might be able to make it. Would the might turn into will without Gimpy here? I hate to say it, but with his wheelchair, our odds are the same. It's still there, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. You mean we can't just leave him? Excuse me, Miss Van Ritz, but I can hear you. What? It's not like you could do anything if I just left you here. Soon as I get my limbs back... Not gonna happen, is it? I bet whatever killed the guard is happily feasting on your new limbs as we speak. No! Damn it! I'm suing this hospital as soon as I get out. Good luck. Oh, doctor, thank God you're here. This woman is making plans to kill me. Oh, maybe I should sit and watch. <clears throat> well, doctor, do you have a plan for any sort of weapon we should take with us, just in case? <laughs> All I see are scalpels and needles. I think it would be a little useless to carry around scalpels. The needles I was using on you have no useful... Oh, there's an emergency kit back... here. Well, let's see. Eight tranquilizer dots, refill kit, trank gun, and a warning sign that says these are only to be used in case of an extreme emergency. Doctor, I was in the children's ward. I don't think eight darts will be enough, even with refills. I don't think we'll run into that many on our way over. Yes, but just in case? Oh, yes, of course. Well, let's not be too wasteful in accounting for excess rabid children. Quiet, you. Just in case. Well, there's a fire extinguisher. That will at least subdue anyone we run into. I don't think we actually want to kill them. They are just children, after all, and they should be easy enough to fight off. I'm going to take a scalpel just in case. I feel safe with sharp objects. Can we begin the march to our death already? Mr. Hensforth, I didn't know you'd gotten your legs back already. You can march? Oh, shut up. Just... Put me in the damn chair. Now, shouldn't we be on our way? I hate to say it, but Hector's right. We need to head out already. Every minute we waste is another minute they have to beat us there. Right. Let's go. So, Dr. Sark, how long should it take to get to the far end of the medical ward? At this pace? We should be there in no time. Come on, slugs. You'll be child chowder at your speed. Not not if you meet up with them first. Good luck fighting them off with, with no arms and no legs. They're small. I could probably crush them with my chair. Hector, they're just children. Rabid, deadly children, it sounded like. And personally, I'd off them before they'd off me. Watch it, Sir Legless. Just because you don't have any doesn't mean we don't want ours. What's with the stopping? Oh, that's just sick. Oh, unless I'm mistaken, those are the insides of what was once a nurse, judging by the shredded uniform. Oh, God. So, Doctor, you said the children wouldn't make it over here that quickly. We're not even out of the surgery ward yet. 
The security guy did say it had spread to the medical ward. The quarantine should have kept them out. Unless, of course, those were independent cases. Oh, great. So there's an entirely new disease in this ward? No, not new. Just, just independent. It started specifically in here. What does that even mean? That means that the infection probably started through some of the medical equipment. No, it has to be something more common to the children's ward. But what? Ugh. Look, Doc, we don't have time for you to think. Can you figure it out while we're walking? Fine, we'll walk. You... Oh, that's... Would you rather have touched it? It's probably better we didn't. Who knows? We could have contracted the disease. Come on, we're almost to the medical ward. Hey, hey, did you hear that? What? The sound of your phantom limbs calling out to you? No. Listen. Look, it's probably from the medical ward. We're in surgery ward. I just need to get the... Oh my god, Dr. Sark! Oh, God, get it off me, get it off! Oh, Christ, don't touch him! I still need your hands, woman! You're heartless. The gun! Shoot it with a train! Rita, thank you. Oh, God, James. No, Rita, don't touch me. You might get infected. I might be infected. Oh, God. Here, just take the security pass. And the tranquilizers? Those might just come in handy. I'm on top of the shots. Make, make do with the rest. Just go as fast as you can. Any chance you could figure out what did this? Lollipops. Infected lollipops. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. No wonder. Oh, God. No! I'm sorry, James. Haha, <laughs> look, we're here. Thank God. All right, quick, swipe the card. Oh my God, one of them made it in. Uh, you fight it, I'll ready the pod. What? Oh my God. It's so small and so hideous. Look, kid, I don't want to hurt you. Way to use your head. Hurry up. I don't think I can fend it off. Don't you dare leave me, jackass! Who's the gimp now, Rita? Ha <laughs> ha! I'll be home in no time. Ha ha ha! Launch mode activated. Please input destination on the console. Uh, what? But I don't have hands. Please input destination on the console. I, I, I can't press the buttons. They're they're tiny. Is there an audio input mode? Please input. Stop it! Just st balls. Your assignment for next class, 
take the lollipop killed and compare and contrast it with another piece that we have studied in class and study the effect of horror and gore together. No further inquiries. Class dismissed. Supplemental inquiry. Syllabus and course schedule. The students have a rare opportunity to look at a unique event in the entire history of humanity. Welcome to our holiday class, as it were. For several reasons, winter months have been honored as holidays in human culture, regardless of the particular religion, possibly as the winter is the most barren time of the year with the blossoming of nature soon after. And the instructor gives his final lesson to the students before they are sent through the next ring of fire. You are meant to have a reaction, student 10. It's perfectly wonderful. Mwah! I want you to savor that. The end draws ever closer. Seminar, issue 22, premiering December 19th, 2008. Only at PendantAudio.com. Featuring the voice talents of Mike Winters as the instructor, in the Hot Dog Diet, Elisa Michelle Ruprecht Breen as Rose, M. Sierra Garcia as Jean, Michael King as Nathan, and Kim Giannopoulos as the waitress, written by Christy Plotkin. In the Lollipop Killed, Mark Zaracor as Dr. Sark, Abner Cenaries as Hector, Renee Christine Jones as Rita, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as the nurse, Colin Snow as Dan in Security, and Jim Witt as the computer, written by Christy Plotkin, directed by Marcus Beatty, edited by Jeffrey Bridges, original music by David Alexander McDonald, produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2008, Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2008, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.